so I reiterate here, the bill is dead. The story of this great city is about the years before this night. We are free! Hey everyone, this is Ho Ho Hong Kong with me, your co-host Vivek Mabubani at Funny Vivek. And the other guy who is? Mohammed Magdi. Uh, you know, someone gave me a hard time because when I introduce the show, yeah. I say, I'm your host. And then I'm sitting with the other guy or the other host. And yeah. you always start, if you're opening, like just like now, you yeah. say, I'm the co-host, ah. which makes you more humble. It's because, and no, makes it's, me sound like a douche. It's nothing but so. humility. It's me just basically spreading the blame. I'm yeah. like, I'm not the only host, people. I'm yeah. the co-host. So yeah, anything, yeah. He and I'm the idiot too. who goes, I'm the host. Yeah. I'm the main guy. <laughs> so when we eventually yeah. say some step on a landmine, yeah. everyone's going to be like, who's the host? Because I will only play the first part of the podcast <laughs> in the court and be yeah. like, uh, the host, Mohammed? Yeah. That guy? You know, I have nothing. <laughs> to do with this yeah. yeah okay okay well hopefully that person who's listening they understand that the host or co-host we interchange that that's fine yeah it will be kind of <laughs> awkward if every single time we refer to ourselves on this podcast hey what do you think my co-host yeah <laughs> it'll be kind of weird yeah yeah but i mean it's good again that you know things are happening things are opening up yeah man i i keep running into people now who is like telling me that they listen to the podcast and it's like People I don't really know. Yeah. And it's mind-bending to me that actually someone does listen to just us talking and, shit. And, and they coincidentally exist in the same place yeah. that you were at, yeah. to tell you. I mean, I do do a trick that I think works is like when we do the titles of the episode, there is most of the time there is the word Hong Kong in it. Yeah. Which really does work for like people Be- like, yeah, oh, be- well, I this know, is something I, about Hong Kong. Yeah, I know those two words. Yeah. I've been to that place and that place <laughs> is where I live in. Okay. Yeah. You go. Well, speaking of Hong Kong, there's a new, uh, new slogan now. Hello, Hong Kong. Uh, hi. That's like the new. <laughs> that's like the new. Welcome to Hong Kong. Is that campaign. when they're given like way like seven hundred million tickets to like everybody? It's to one come? of those. Yeah, everyone can come to Hong Kong and like without this, uh, dropping the mask. Still, I, who knows? Maybe when they arrive, you know, that's when they drop the mask. But hopefully by then, it, people won't misunderstand that thinking. We're just telling them to give us a call. We say hello, Hong Kong. <laughs> We're hoping that they understand. Yeah. We mean arrive in Hong Kong. You yeah. know, hello in our face. So yeah. It's so good to say what hello. are the details aside from? Oh, first of all, genuine question: How do I apply for the tickets? Uh, I have no idea. As a person who lives here, I don't think I'm. <laughs> no one eligible. knows. Our guest is all shaking his head. Yeah, even I guess, no one knows. Yeah, we were hoping to get some insight, but not happening. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And are they giving them away mostly to people outside of Hong Kong, or for us to travel and say hello back? Or? I'm pretty sure it's all everybody outside of Hong Kong, because like it will be kind of weird for the government to decide. I'm going to give tickets to people in Hong Kong to yeah. fly into Hong Kong. Right. But we got to pay our own way to fly out first. Okay, so what about I fly to like Thailand and then apply? Like, would they know that I'm a Hong Kong resident? Like, Do I, I look would... like John Lee? All the time? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I'm not the You're the guy with gigs for every fucking CE. <laughs> <laughs> I only call the names out. That's all I do. Yeah, okay. Yeah, everything else is fine with Can me. Can you just pick up your phone and call Carrie Lamb? She might know something. <laughs> I don't know, man. She's not on speed dial anymore. Oh, all she right. Oh, yeah. Down. She got she downgraded. Down. Yeah. Uh, too bad. Oh, well. Poor Carrie. She anyway. was in what, Singapore recently? Honestly, I have not Doing kept a track. book signing or something? I have a girlfriend. I don't watch other women. <laughs> <laughs> I do not follow on nice. their lives. <laughs> nice try to think, like, to say that your girlfriend listens. She does not listen. You can. You might as well just say you're single. It doesn't affect your relationship status. You know what? A lot of times I used to say I'm single. It didn't help me either. So I don't know what world you're living in. Uh, okay. So things are opening up a lot, which also is a good time to get our guest on because he is... I'll let him introduce himself, but uh, Nick Wilshire, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, thanks for inviting me. So you here. are in charge or you own, create, you can explain yourself, but Hong Kong Clubbing. 
Yeah. Uh, we usually don't start like the traditional, like, what is the, what you do? But like some people in Hong Kong might not know what it is. So I think it's sure. a fair question to ask first. Yeah. Uh, Hong Kong clubbing uh, is a nightlife guy for Hong Kong that I set up in end of 1999. So uh, getting almost uh, 25 years now. Oh my God. Yeah. Did you set it up on like a, like a, and like a My yellow space. books yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yellow, uh, yellow pages? No, yeah. no, it was, it was online. Yeah. And, and in those days, you had to like manually edit everything. You know, it was painstaking. It took a lot of work. Um, yeah. and, I, and I had a full-time job at the time. I right. just, got, just got back to Hong Kong because I'm actually born in Hong Kong. Mm. So I just, came, I just come back and I realized it's, it was difficult to find out about what was actually going on in Hong Kong. Mm. So I just went... Okay, and also uh, the parties that were happening, they're expensive. Mm. Did you, did they you still start are. this because you found out you were not getting invited to certain parties? <laughs> You're like, I need to know all of them. Yeah. You need to tell me every single party that exists, not for me, for yeah. the website, and I must inspect them as well to <laughs> review them. <laughs> now, well, yeah, I didn't get invited to anything. Um, <laughs> you were the guy who's like was not like picked by any teams. So you just started your own team. Yeah, <laughs> that is so smart. Yeah. And he's the one who outlasted all the other teams. Exactly, all the other teams gave up. They're like, yeah. the website doesn't work, or we have no parties. You're like, I'm still going, people. Yeah, for some some mad reason. I mean, I just put all my time into just doing this, and I, well, I had my free time, and so I had lots of jobs over the years. Um, and in the end, uh, the last full-time job I had, my boss just goes, look, he knew about it. And he goes, mm. look, just go, go, go do this full-time, yeah. which was yeah. nice. Is it because your boss wanted to go clubbing? <laughs> like, I need to focus on this. Just I'm remember just... me when I need a guest <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. access. <laughs> yeah. Remember, I let you fly. <laughs> did, you, did you know how to build websites when you started the thing? No, nothing. What's your background? Uh, hotels. I used to work in hotels <laughs> oh, wow. when I came back to Hong Kong. So I'd, I'd finish a shift at like 1 a.m., then then go to a late-night DJ event, um, then go back home 6 a.m., get ready, and then go, go, go to back to work again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, wait, uh, so what department in the hotel? You, were you the concierge? Were you the, a reception. Uh, reception. Damn. <laughs> like so seven, you re- you're exhausted. You're like, what? <laughs> sure, I'll upgrade you. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Just, <laughs> just take another breakfast. Like, yeah. You know what? Like, Maybe you can share also your experience with that because I feel like these are such simple things that you can just give us. Like another breakfast voucher is nothing for the hotel. Can I just have another breakfast voucher yeah. for my guest? Like, well, I, I mean, why is I, it such I a was, big deal? I was junior, so I had I, I the only thing I could give people is maybe extend their room till three, four p.m. Right. Late checkout. Yeah, wow. a little bit. We only had a couple of hours extra that we could play with depending on the guest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, is apart, it depending apart, how attractive they are or? Just if they were nice, really. Right, yeah. Yeah. If they really asked in a nice way, yeah. then, then we, yeah, it just, just really depends. If what, they treat can us you well. tell us what hotel you're working for? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to like, Google no, online. No, no, I mean, <laughs> what does it rhyme with? <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah, it was Mandarin Oriental. Oh, oh wow. Okay, okay damn. Okay. Okay. Good. I imagine that's like more strict than like, you know, yeah. the Ibis or whatever. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I, I did. I did. Before I came back to Hong Kong, I did work for some other hotels. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, very low star. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it was completely different. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I bet you with the Ibis Hotel, when you like ask for a late check, they're like, just check out whenever. Yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> we're like, not going to clean the room like, anyway. We didn't actually know you're in here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you thought the room was clean before you came. 
<laughs> and we don't clean the room. Yeah, yeah. We just leave if it. The other, if the new guest walks in, that's your problem. Yeah, just just you know, pat the bellow down. You yeah. know, I just fold the sheets and leave whenever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So hotels and everything. You were the junior staff. You were doing your thing, but yeah. you're partying at night. Yeah. And you kind of got frustrated generally with how it was disorganized. I would say the well, same. Yeah, I just couldn't find much information, and also it, it was expensive. So I was just really just trying to get the information online. Um, so that other people could find out about stuff. And it was, I was doing crazy things like going to Lang Kwai Fong. They used to have a lot of, well, they still do. They had fly postering. Mm. And I was peeling them off, the posters, yeah. then taking them home, scanning them, <laughs> and then putting them on the internet because I didn't know how to find the organizer. You know, right. They, they, you know, and there was no cameras on the phones at the time, no. so which is why you're scanning them. So I used home. to peel them off the, the, the <laughs> wall on, yeah, on uh, Wellington Street. Right. And then stick them in a scan and put them on the internet. Just, oh my God. And just, just so people could find out about these parties. Because the other places where you could find them, there was a couple of publications, but not much. There was like BC Magazine. So oh, I remember that. So yeah. I used to write the nightlife section of that. Um, but yeah, I, I stopped because uh, the editor was editing it and not saying great things about some people. <laughs> and, 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 and it still has your name on it. No, no. My name was DJ Anonymous. Ah. Oh, that's your name. Okay, but, nice. But just for that. But then people found out who it was me. Then I went, right, I'm not yeah, doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. How did they find out? They just dug around. We live in a village. We were right. just saying, yeah. oh, yeah. Hong Kong's small. So people yeah. found out. So I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. But yeah, <laughs> there was, so there was a couple of publications. There was some of the kebab uh, places had a little bit of flies in the fly post. Mm. But there, was, there wasn't much. Okay. So, and that's still like early 2000s or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Early 2000. I yeah. I came here in 2019. I did like I was very familiar with it because I was living in Shanghai and I would come down to do shows. But like I obviously Vivek grew up here, so I am also fascinated by like the the early 2000s like era like like past handover. Uh, so you studied hospitality? Yes. Back, back in the UK. In England, yeah. Yeah, okay. But you're born here. Yeah. What 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 does your family do here? Like um, your parents? Oh, my, my father was in the army. That's why I was born here. Ah, huh. yeah. okay, 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 okay. So, yeah, then, then I moved, then I went back to England and uh, did, all my, did all my studies there. Yeah. Um, and went to boarding school mm. while he was moving around England and Hong Kong. Yeah. yeah and, then, and then came back after university straight, yeah. straight away. So let me ask you this. Like, yeah. did your family, were your family also party people? Mm. Right, I, that was going to be my question. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, where does the party? Yeah, where does the party? Yeah, no, not at all. It was the opposite, right? They probably yeah, suppressed totally everything. Young. Well, I well I was sent. I I went to boarding school when I was about seven. Mm. So I was at boarding school. Then I went to university. Then I came back. So we, you know, I we weren't at home much. Um, oh. But yeah, they 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 were pretty chilled i would say yeah, yeah. Were, they, were they more like proper like your dad being in the army and everything was he the stricter type where it's like all right son you will play only this jazz track and the third <laughs> track in that tape that's it you know yeah i mean yeah they i i would say he probably was yeah ah so that's probably what it is like yeah. you probably hit that point in your life you're like i'm gonna do everything opposite <laughs> to what my family has been yep. doing for the last yeah. few generations and when you heard that you were like oh this is it this is this will drive them nuts i gotta yeah. get into this ah okay, okay yeah, yeah yeah i just i just that, that was the thing when i was at school i think when i was about eight i just started hearing dance music and everybody else was had posted guns and roses mm. and Shania Twain and stuff. Yeah. And there's me like getting DJ magazines and putting all the posters on the wall and everyone's going, what's this? Yeah. And I'm going, this is, this is much better. I like this. <laughs> but how would like, if you think about it, like what, what do you think? Did you just want to be different as a kid? Like Not, what actually got you into? I just, I just loved dance music really. And, mm. and just, we just wanted to, 
know everything, read everything. Like when we, we'd have a school school party, I would get get involved in actually, you know, I wasn't DJing, but I would try and, you know, set everything up. Yeah. Just, just, just passion really. Huh. Just love of it. And, and it never seemed like it was work, even though it took up all my time. Mm. What about your neighbors? Did they hate that? <laughs> you like dance music? No, I, <laughs> yeah. I can I, imagine like, turn out. You know, no, 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 he's no. like, oh, cool. I can add that to the beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I always yeah, headphones. I would ah. never, I would never have house parties. No, never have a party at your home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always go and disturb people elsewhere. Right? right? Yeah, yeah, no cleanup yeah, afterwards. Yeah, exactly. You have <laughs> no, that's, never do that at all. Uh, okay, so when was, when was the first time you went to a party with the title of HK Clubbing? You know, like you know, like before you go to parties and everything, right? You have to go like line up, pay, whatever. When was the first gig do you remember under the name HK Clubbing where they invited you? Could you please come to this thing? Yeah, it was actually... Um, it was actually a Channel V party um, because... What is it, Channel V? It's like the MTV oh, equivalent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah this Egypt, is why yeah. I give you the background yeah, yeah. of... Egypt, Egypt, you know. Well, like, Egypt, uh, is Channel V international thing? I, I don't know. Kind of-ish. I, I mean, was. it was like the Asian MTV-ish with like, what, Sky? Well, yeah, so yeah. Egypt... Uh, it was like... Uh, didn't grow up here, yeah. so... Yeah. Like, it's like, it's, like, it's like, yeah. A, like an MTV, okay. but yeah. based yeah. in Asia. So the, the V is like an upside-down uh, pyramid, just in case you're not familiar with that letter. Yeah, okay. Anyway, go on. Nice. And and so I went to I went to their party and it was uh, yeah, I think I'm not uh, I think it was in it was in some hotel ballroom mm. and in those days I just I would just I was just buy my ticket go mm. and then I just got on stage to and just standing next to the DJ on stage yeah. taking photos suddenly one of the Channel V people rushes out of nowhere and starts poking my lens and mm. shouting at me and telling me get off and saying that you know I should have permission to take mm. photos. Because before that, I was just literally people just surprised that someone actually wanted to take, take photos, photos of the yeah. DJs and yeah. stuff. So, I, so then, then I said, okay, fine. And then they they actually gave me uh, um, a VIP pack. kind of pass for mm. the next show that they did because they were sponsoring and or doing DJ events. And I got it, and it was uh, San and Kleinenberg and Armin Van Helden, and. Yeah, it was weird. I was just walking around with this little pass right, and, right? and going, look at me, and and then go in the VIP room and okay, this is boring, yeah. and then go back out again. It's amazing, yeah. though, dude. And, nothing, and yeah, it was funny, and then I could go on stage, no yeah, problem. Yeah, isn't there like, such a funny. power trip when you can pull that velvet rope aside and walk through it yourself? Yeah, you know, that's like you're just walking. Like, I'm gonna go there now, and he's like, pull it, pull it aside, and be like, oh, okay. And all sucks. the other civilians are yeah. just like, just like, yeah, exactly. terrified of the yeah, bouncers. The the, the best thing <laughs> I get when I have these kinds of gigs where I'm like the staff or VIP yeah. or whatever is going through a crowd of people. Being, excuse me, excuse me, excuse yeah. me. Going to the velvet rope, pulling it away, walking through it, and pulling and it back, and be like, back. yeah, you don't pass this line. <laughs> <laughs> I I I did do that maybe about five years ago. So yeah, I've, I've obviously I've done that a lot, but yeah, I, 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 I think it kind of fades a little bit over yeah, time. I can imagine. But there yeah. was one time where I took my friend to an event at Play Club um, and it was Skrillex and it there was no room at all in that place. Mm. And then, yeah, I went, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, went all the way through, went through the rope and then put the rope and then left my friend on the other oh. side. <laughs> <laughs> so he had to stand next to me yeah. but with a rope with the in rope. the middle. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. And, 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 and of course, you know, all of the straight away because uh, all of Skrillex's security like who are you and I explained they go okay fine yeah you yeah. can be here but uh, yeah it was literally my friend we're standing next to each other but there was a tiny little rope <laughs> just, just between us <laughs> and of course 
every, every, I felt I felt better than him. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, at the moment you're like, well, you should have been my employee, but you're not. <laughs> Let me load the website. Your face not on it, so I guess not. You know. <laughs> did you get to make uh, like so uh, going back a little bit when the website when did it start taking off? That's that's a good point. <laughs> oh, it probably was at least maybe ten years. Took ten years, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, okay, okay. Because okay. I had to, I had to learn the hard way. So you know, I'd build it, and then okay, now there's a, you know, there's a thing called content management system where you mm. can easily update the back end of the site. Mm. So I had to transfer the data, then then update and then transfer again. So it was quite a hard process because obviously, mm. if I knew what I knew now, I would invest, you know, in a proper system that would save hours of time. Mm. Um, yeah, but back then it probably didn't exist. Right? A lot of them didn't yeah, exist. Exactly. Yeah, Microsoft DOS or some shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's leave it at the letter V. Is yeah. upside down for a bit. So Wait, a floppy yeah. desk? No. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. A long. A long it, it took a long time. It took yeah. A long time. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. But then in the process, were there other possible uh, potential competitors that you know came up to you? I mean, I'm sure while you were building this, because like you were uh, listing out all the, all the events, right? And there must have been a certain events that are like, hey, hey, hold on a second. Why are you telling everybody all this information? We mm. had a certain crowd. You're going to pull people away from us. Do you get any any of that friction? Yeah. Right? I can <laughs> imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, sometimes, um, well, is it, there's a few, sometimes we get a few things. Yeah, we... You know, the whole point is to find information that, but all the information has been publicly shared. They've shared it. Mm. Yeah. You know, there are, there are, of course, lots of kind of private underground kind of parties, people, you know, doing different things everywhere. We don't put any of that up. But if they're really publicly posting it or even they're doing adverts or something, yeah, we, I, we dig around Instagram nowadays, mm. Facebook stories, um, wherever we can. Even there's an app called Bands in Town. Um, from the from the US, which is popular in the US, a lot of artists put their stuff there before the, even the promoters have released it. Mm. So yeah, we're digging around everywhere, and we want to share this and let people know. But yeah, sometimes I get, sometimes I do get it. I usually get it occasionally. Yeah, where people don't want an event to be to know, basically timing wise. Yeah, mm. like they um, hadn't launched their marketing campaign yet. Why do you announce it over here? Yeah, and and let's say maybe a venue where they have a really big artist. Yeah. Uh, in February, for example, and then I already know about the one in March, but they don't want to release it because the people who are yeah, buying for yeah. February yeah. may just skip it and go to March. Sure. So yeah. they release them one by one. So I, I, we try to kind of respect that, so that. Obviously, they can do what they're doing, and hopefully, we get to work with them more. Um, the other request I get for removal is uh, photos. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So, yeah. I was going to ask you about that because do you have your own photographers, or is it just you mostly? Like, no, who? I don't do it anymore. No. Right. Um, so, do people submit photos to the website? Uh, only like the we get submissions from some of the venues, uh, mm. like New Year's Eve parties yeah. recently. Um, so we get. The, we get photos from them and then we check them all one by one and then choose what we publish. Um, but yeah, before COVID, mm. uh, we used to, every single week, we used to have photographers that we, and we would arrange it with the venues and they'll go cover all the different DJs and the parties and stuff. So yeah, we had quite a few different photographers. Yeah, okay, let's get to the spicy stuff. Oh, uh, <laughs> the, your request for removals of photos. Tell us a couple of stories. <laughs> um, they usually, where people have said... Uh, <laughs> Uh, can you? But the thing is, the, these are we, we're very the photographers. We're we're very strict. You know, we have a process as well, which a lot of people don't realize. You know, we ask people, "Can we take a photo of you?" We tell them it's for the HK clubbing. 
Um, so, you know, we have business cards as well, and they often sometimes wear T-shirts as well with the logo on it. Mm. So we want make people to get their permission. You know, we don't want anyone to get in trouble for something they... they but do. there are sometimes people That's, in the background. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, Someone's it's, dancing no, it's, with the other person. It's, 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 like, never ah. be, it's never been the background, people. It's, never oh, been it's, the, it's, it's, the it's the people who are actually oh, posing. So they change their mind sometimes. Yeah. They so, were drunk at the time. And they'll, they'll go, that's not my boyfriend. That's not my girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, by the way, um, that's a little bit of a nip slip. Ah. <laughs> and I go, Ooh. Okay. Yeah yeah. 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 Okay. Good point. Yeah. 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 Or, or even, um, I think the most recent one that I had, um, just I think over the last month mm. was it was very nice. Everyone's very nice about it um, because obviously they're hoping that we'll remove it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, yeah. I and mean, the latest one was, hey, look, can you take it off because um, I'm no longer with that person. No. Um, they they just said that um, I'm applying for a job and oh, uh, right. yeah. Go, yeah, going yeah. going to nightclubs may not make me look that good yeah, sure. yeah, yeah that'd be interesting like if some let's say some uh 10 year 10 years ago some guy wanted party and you got a photo of that yeah and 10 years later wants to be like a government official yeah. like uh this is not gonna help at all <laughs> yeah yeah the thing but is I mean, we have hundreds of thousands of photos on that yeah yeah, oh yeah. My God. so it's like they're not gonna search through that can you reverse uh, uh like image search for somebody like I'm, if, I'm I sure put some, if i put his face on your website <laughs> somehow can i get all of the photos related it's kind of like the google search like you yeah, know the reverser I, yeah i mean the good thing is that i've you, never dr- I don't, uh, yeah, yeah, you never had that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean good thing is like i have not party that i'm confident there's not no photos of me <laughs> maybe there'll be photos of me when we search for you yeah yeah because <laughs> mixing your face for mine exactly yeah i think your face would only be there if it was like for some f and b yeah exactly event where you're on the stage or yeah yeah I don't think we've done. I don't think no. We've never done any photos of any comedy shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure none yeah. of that. Because yeah, yeah. that's quite. It's just someone standing there with a mic. There's nothing to show, right? Yeah. Exactly. Photos are not that interesting. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, and also the the thing with comedy shows is there's so much stuff that you need the context for. Mm. Oh, there's an audience. They're enjoying what this person standing there posing is saying right now. With the DJs, like that just looks good. Yeah. yeah, that just looks awesome. The lights, the, the lights, lights everything, everything yeah, like yeah. the wide angle shot. I love the wide angle shots yeah. where you've got like the back shot with the DJ and all that stuff, and everyone's like going crazy with that. I'm like, yeah, can you imagine a comedy show? Just people like staring, <laughs> and like, huh? No, and comedians going home. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't like most of the time. I don't like the photos coming from out of a comedy show yeah. it's just so disconnected from what it was yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're killing on stage yeah, and there's a photo of just tell. you talking to a microphone yeah. you might as well be a yeah, they're like, what was this guy doing yeah, yeah. it doesn't show anything okay yeah. so I'm, I'm curious about this though because like a lot of people think oh you know you're on stage really cool when I was comedy you don't have the same powers as a guitarist mm. a drummer and clearly not a DJ yeah. so reverse it are there a lot of like from your experience how many DJs are this super ex- exert uh uh, so what's the what, what's what's the outgoing personality? Uh, 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 um, oh, forget yeah. whatever the the I can't <laughs> remember Extro- extrovert. Hey, extrovert. I was like yeah. exertive. I'm like well, yeah. that's the word. Yeah, extrovert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many DJs are like the extrovert styles versus like the ones who like they finish the set? Thank you, man. Have a good night and just like sit alone in the corner. Are you, are you talking about like generally like the ones you've seen overall? Because I've always been curious because the more I do comedy, the more I'm realizing that a lot of comedians are are introverts. Until they like you, and they're like yeah. crazy extroverts, you know. There's that that extreme. Yeah. You know, reverse with DJs because like it's a different kind of vibe where you're not just expressing yourself, mm-hmm. using the music to express it. So you kind of have to have this personality that you're, you're going through a system to send out mm-hmm. through the speakers versus us just like yelling on stage. So how many DJs in general? Because I, I I know a few DJs, but like more like a casual basis, but not like I want to see them do their stuff and when they finish their set, 
do they just like shut off and just like just leave me alone? I want to be alone for f- five, ten minutes, or do they like all right, let's continue the party, let's have a drink, guys? I, I, yes, I guess that yeah, there's some that literally go right, okay, done. Uh, yeah, I'll hang around for 10, 20 minutes, and then then we get going. Um, the the the, the main reason, what it, the main thing that I've seen change is that um, a lot less are drinking um, because they're touring and they just. It just takes too much out. So they, they do, they party, a, I would say party a lot less and drinking a lot less. It's more like, you know, it's a job. So they they, they go on stage. Even even Hong Kong DJs I work with are drinking more like, they're all more sparkling water. There's, I think in general though, like in the entertainment, I would say across the board, like as opposed to 20, 30 years ago, there's just a lot more sobriety now. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because like the reason I asked is because till today, especially in Hong Kong, you must have a lot of people who still have that. I wouldn't say misconception, but the image of like, oh, DJs, oh, these guys just you know partying all the time. You know, they're not serious. But I, I mean, someone who's in the uh, craft of performing, you would know there's a lot of effort put into it. Like people take it seriously. The DJ doesn't come down like half awake or like, all right, I'll press two buttons and have a good time. How much of that image do you feel has changed with like clubbing and stuff? Like you said, someone, they want to have a job interview. Clubbing is not the best thing. Yeah. It still has that very like, you know, yeah. negative-ish image. Like think, no one's going to say, oh, yeah. you, there's a picture of me at a comedy show. Take it off. I can't be seen <laughs> laughing. Right. You yeah. know? Yeah. I, I mean, there, there still is that kind of, yeah, where people look at it as maybe not, not a good Renegade be behavior in. of sorts. Yeah. yeah. But, but there's a whole side. I mean... I, I've I've been involved in this industry. It's always been about the music, and and that's that was my passion. And but yeah, I, I do see a, a shift with the DJs. They want to get fit. They want to go to the gym. Yeah. Um. You know, they want to they want to be more healthy and yeah, drink less. And you know, just yeah, just really be good at it. And hopefully, you know, have some time to maybe produce music. Mm. Um. So yeah, there there, there has been that cut. Quite a big shift, I would say. Okay, so that, now it's, we know it's, it's a, less less partying and how, going going crazy. Of course, they'll do it once in a while. Yeah, I mean, um, maybe on a day off or something like that. But yeah, I do see quite a bit of shift, especially with the internationals. You know, when I started uh, booking international artists in Hong Kong, yeah, we we would you know go out drinking and often we'd go down one chai, go to mm. some of the bars or live band shows and things mm. like that. Yeah, until like 6, 7 a.m. And then the next day, you know, I'll be banging on their door. Come on, you got to get up. You got to right. get, you get your flight. Um, and I've, I've, done, I've done some tours as well where I've like been banging on the door because, you know, we, we went out too late. Mm. But yeah, a lot less now. Yeah. Mm. Well, Vivek and I are both also comedy promoters. Uh, and when did you start making the shift or when did you realize that, oh, there is a lot bigger market? Like I can start promoting shows. Yeah, well, first of all, with the site, and then from that, then people started asking me to market their events. Mm. And then um, a friend of mine said, hey, why don't we like do set up a business together? Let's mm. do something together and let's get a proper office and m- maybe get people. And so he pushed me to to actually leave my home, get out mm. of my home and actually set something up. So I had that, I had the site business, but also we did a separate industry if, doing events. Yeah, And... And yeah, then then we start then we just started putting together, started small, and then it just kind of evolved from there. Really, mm. just there was more and more opportunity. People saw, I would find doing events is is a 
it's such a great say, uh, promotional tool than anything yeah. else. It pr- and it obviously it promotes the site and and as well as promoting who we are. It's a real showcase as well, which mm. a lot of people don't realize all the little elements that you add to them. And then we start. Then we got asked to come over to Macau, and we created the Venetian pool parties. Mm. Uh, then uh, those stopped, and then uh, we were asked to come over to City of Dreams to do their pool parties. Then in Hong Kong, we were asked to do the W Hotel pool parties, um, and and besides that, we also did a lot of you know DJ bookings, and we did a couple of little small small concerts. Did you get pushed back from like old school Hong Kong when you started promoting your own stuff? As just like the new kid on the block, no. Like who was promoting show? I again, I don't really know much. Who was promoting like DJs? Like if you're touring, I don't know, Armin van Buren, is it like Live Nation or is it someone smaller? Yeah, the, in the, in those when when I was going to visit the parties. Also, it really shows my my age as like yeah. <laughs> the name that I went for is Armin yeah, van Buren yeah, yeah. because I think that's where my stopped. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he has to Armin van Buren, David Guetta, and then that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> There were a few, um, there were only about three or four promoters when, when I started this. Mm. Um, and they've all now, yeah, they've all now from, yeah, they've all stopped, obviously, it's been a long time ago. Um, and then more, now it's more obviously Live Nation, but there's, there's, not, there's still not that many people. Mm. Um, you know, if you're talking about doing international DJs coming yeah. to Hong Kong, I would say there's about five to ten people doing it, like or companies or yeah, organizations yeah. or yeah. groups. About five to ten, not not too many. Um, so yeah. Okay, switching not, gears a little bit, and I'll make a statement that you might disagree with, but I'm just a random citizen. Okay, <laughs> I'm not really involved in the life night life industry. I believe, as a Hong Kong resident, that Hong Kong night clubbing scene sucks. <laughs> I really don't like it. Coming from Shanghai and having, you know, traveled around a bit, you know, seen clubbing scenes in other countries. I don't party as much anymore anyway. But in Hong Kong, even before COVID, I'm talking about when I started coming here 2014-15, when things were quote unquote still like popping and normal. It always sucked for me. Just going to a club was not a good experience. Would you no. I don't expect you to agree. I wouldn't say it was the best and that's yeah. that, that's why I do what I do. Yeah, because I'm always trying to make it better. But what it what I'm actually I can't even put my finger. Why does it suck in comparison to other scenes? <laughs> I like this man because like it's like going up to co- comedian. Hey, you suck. Why do I suck? <laughs> I can't put my finger on. I'm not telling him he sucks. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying the clubbing. I know the, the particular. Scene, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the, like, the live yeah, music yeah. scene is amazing. For yeah, example, yeah, yeah. you know. But the club, the going to a club, like I can drop names. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you what venues I don't like and why I don't like them. Is the venue you particularly don't like? Is it still uh, existing? Yeah, yeah, they're all here. Does? Ah, yeah, the big, the big names. Let's leave it out. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good point. I mean, there is one thing I notice. Mm. I don't know if this is the right answer, but I, there is one thing I notice, especially about concerts. If you go to concerts in Hong Kong, mm. um, and people are like pretty still st- straight away, and I remember going to concerts in other countries. Uh, so uh, 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 bef- just before COVID 2019, what I, I what I planned, to, what I was doing at that time was going around the whole of Asia, going to all these festivals, all these clubs, mm. really getting to explore while my team in Hong Kong was handling everything, which was great. Mm. And yeah, I, I just remember going to one festival during the day. I just arrived is about maybe three, four p.m. bright, 
and it was in South Korea. And as soon as we arrived, everyone's just going mental and having a really good time and just loving the music and not caring. And, and, and I was like, wow, it's, you know, usually if I arrive at a place like that, a festival at that time, everyone's standing around looking still. So yeah, that goes back to concerts. I noticed in Hong Kong, if you go to a concert and the, the artist comes on, people are kind of still there looking, going, hmm, let me just figure this out. Let me just, do I like this artist still? Yeah. Do, it's like an assessment. And then mm. by the by the time the, the, the artist is finished, everyone's going for it. Yeah. But, it's, but it's too late. It's too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it, that, so that's what I notice. And, mm. and I think, yeah, just take, people need time to warm up here um, at, at shows. But yeah, Korea, I was like, wow, everyone's going for it. Aren't they going to get a bit tired? Yeah. And they just kept on going. No, I think yeah. that's very true because like, that's that's such a typical Hong Kong thing where yeah. everybody doesn't want to be the first person to lose their minds. Mm. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, this is great, but I'm not going to be the first one to succumb to that in case it's not that great. <laughs> and it's just me who thinks it's awesome. Well, I feel like this could be a diplomatic answer, but it's also a different. It's an answer to a different question. What I asked for specifically <laughs> this was club suck? like venues, like the... The venues of clubs oh. here. Well, yeah, that's the, what I meant. Well, the thing that I don't like. Yes. That, the thing, I, I mean, I, maybe you misunderstood what I said, yeah, but okay. I meant the venues, the club Specifically venues. club yes. venues. Okay. <laughs> the, the thing I don't like about the club venues is generally uh, there's not enough space to dance. Yes. Yeah. Well, which is obviously ah. a space problem in general in Hong yes. Kong because, because Hong the Kong. rent is so high that you sure. ha- that you you need to have a, a quite a bit of tables because mm. the tables make the money. Yeah. Right. So that's wh- where you can actually profit and is, is key on booking, selling the tables. So, yeah. So that's why the dance floor is kind of compromised, I yeah. feel. So yeah. the scene sucks because of the tycoons, Mo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. yeah. they made the rent too high from high land, you know, yeah. purchasing and everything. So what I could recommend right now, if anybody, I don't know, you work at Henderson Group yeah. or Sun Hung Kai or whatever. <laughs> come on the podcast. And come ex- on the podcast, number explain one. Yourself. Explain yourself. And number two, you will have kids and yeah. they will need to party. And do you want them to be partying in a small space or in a big space? Have a think. But, then, but then there's another thing is I've, I've found that if you have a big dance floor, mm. Then people people look in and go, oh, it's empty, and may not want to go in. <laughs> so it's also about a lot to do with critical mass. You've got to yeah. get people on the dance floor early yeah. if you're going to have a big dance floor to make sure that people actually want to come in and join it. Yeah. Um, besides the tables, so it's it's that's quite tough. So venues that are actually quite spacious, I find they have a quite a hard time getting the people in when it's generous with the space. Right. So I, I mean, some of it is also like the choice of music. I, again, oh, yeah. I just yeah. like, that's that's kind of a disaster here in a way. <laughs> like, I'm talking again about the re- regular weekend nights. Like, if I want a party, I have guests coming over or whatever. Like, I'm taking them to, I don't want to mention names. I'm taking them to a big club on Wyndham Road. Okay. I'm like, oh, it's on a weeknight, like Saturday night. I'm expecting, they're expecting like a, but the music is like, it's pretty. A lot know, of a lot of it's commer- pretty commercial. Very commercial. Yeah. Which is yeah another thing that I find in Hong Kong as. But, yeah. yeah, I mean that, that that going on to music. That's mm. another thing that I say to a lot of people. I find people they come. We get a lot of people from all over the world. They come mm. over here, but I find once they're busy doing their their job, you know, after relocating and stuff, mm. and I find that they don't. It, there isn't enough channels to educate or even you know, surround yourself about different music and new artists. Mm. And so many people I know, I go, what, what's, what, do you, what music do you listen to? And they usually say, oh, I listen to this. And it's usually the music they listen to before they move to Hong Kong. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's stuck, stuck to that, <laughs> it, right? Stuck, yeah. Because we don't have, we don't have much outlets if, if you go over to 
Uh, even Singapore, I was listening to the radio and, and in the shopping malls, you could hear the different radios and they have all this kind of stuff, which is great. Mm. But yeah, we, we just don't have enough outlets of like all different kinds of music, I would say, playing around us. Kind yeah, of thing. I think honestly, the, the biggest issue really is two things. Number one, you're never taught about partying and everything in school properly. Like in local schools, <laughs> like, yeah. like, just the concept is just like, what do you mean partying? You should have no time to party. Mm. You should be studying and that kind of thing. And number two, I think it's partly also canto pop. It's just mm. overtaken the music field of Hong Kong in general. Mm. That if it's not a canto pop song, we've not heard of it. You know, we don't understand this concept of like, what, this just DJ presses a button? I could mm. do that myself. Yeah. There's a lot of, I could do this as well. Why would I go there to see someone do something I could do? Mm. You know, yeah. it's the same with comedy. You have a lot of people who don't go to comedy shows who are like, what, hear a person talk? I could yeah. talk. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know, but you can't make them laugh. Like, well, you know, I, I, it's not that I can't. <laughs> I choose not to. Yeah. No, everybody in Hong Kong thinks they're a DJ because like, I, I have a play button. Yeah. I, can, I can press play. I don't need that, you know. <laughs> so you have that. But I would say you're absolutely right in the lack of exposure, I would say, yeah. to the music. It's the same with any sort of performance art in Hong Kong. You know, whether it's uh, comedy, yeah. whether it's music, whether it's like, you know, theater, whatever. And it's always, Hong Kong's entertainment I always find is like there's an A level and there's like a C level. There's right. no B in the middle. You know, you either like mirror, you know, completely overtaking stages yeah. like crazy, even right. though you sound terrible, yeah. you know. Or you're like basically C, which is like you're actually genuine musicians, mm. but you know, I'll do the lounge over here. You know, I'll, maybe I'll get that one big show over there, but not enough to be like on the newspaper 24 7 kind of a thing. Mm. And a lot of people don't realize that in the middle, that's where the good stuff is. You yeah. know, not everybody needs to be Michael Jackson to be great, but we're not expecting someone who's just going to sit in a corner and it's like, you know, sing the song that their mom said they sound good with. Yeah. Right? So I would, that really is the issue. And that's something I've always had a problem with in Hong Kong is that it's so practical hear that everybody's like so why am i listening to the songs like because it sounds good like well, what what am i going to get out of it it's like well you're gonna enjoy it <laughs> well you know? th this is i i had a one of my team i was like he he actually said we were talking about music and i and you know how, about bookings artists and stuff and he goes i don't want to waste my time if it's music i don't like i said how are you gonna like it and he goes well then i just don't listen to it <laughs> exactly <laughs> and exactly. Like such a practical and, and i was like you. what yeah. And, 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 and yeah, I was just, I was just surprised. And, and, and this is another thing is, is there's, you know, there's quite a few events coming up and I've been talking to my friends about the lineup mm. and they go, I don't I don't recognize any of the names on the lineup. And I said, well, that's the whole point. You, these, these are they're up and coming artists or they, they, they'll be big in a few years or, mm. or just different stuff. I said, you've got to go online, go on YouTube, check, just check all the names and then you'll, and then make a little list. That's what I do every year yeah. for all the different, uh, different events happening in Hong Kong. And I go, yeah, I want to go to that. I want to go that. I want to go that. Yeah. And they go, no, it's too much work. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now they, I always send my list to them. Yeah. So yeah. it's curated. And, and, yeah. and, and go, this is what you should see. Absolutely. Uh, uh, this, you know, this year and stuff. This is exactly what I say. Like you need someone that they kind of think knows what they're doing yeah. to create a list and yeah. then they'll try Trust your list and listen to it. It could have been the exact same list yeah. as a lineup that they weren't going to go yeah. for. But, but they get it from you, a trusted source yeah. and they feel like they save time as well. The, 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 so this is the thing. In Hong Kong, there's such a big sunk cost. Like for this one hour I spent listening to your music, mm. I could have been in the cinema. I could have been, you know, watching a TV show. I could have been arguing with my wife. Whatever I need to do. But the point <laughs> is I wasted this hour doing your thing. It better be better <laughs> yeah. than all these other ones. You get my point? And, yeah. and that's honestly because like that's something I've always had my whole life as well mm. where I'm like, so like Mo knows I'm not a big like hiking guy, right? Because mm. I am not You're not. Okay, guy. there you go. So yeah. Again, this is a, see, this is a yeah. born in Hong Kong issue. Yeah. Right? Because like you're thinking, okay, so I'm going to take one hour to walk up there. There's a bus. 
There's a tax. Your argument is already ridiculous because that's a very popular activity in Hong Kong. So don't blame Hong Kongers on that. There are 7.6 million <laughs> Your people in Hong Kong. Dumb. Maybe at best 700,000 walk up that slope. That's not true. <laughs> you know, that's, you know. Go to like Dragon's Bag on a weekend. Yeah. It's half of Hong Kong is there. <laughs> well, that's like actual 3 million people are yeah. on Dragon's Bag. My, my girlfriend loves hiking <laughs> every weekend. Come hiking. I say no every single week. Yeah. yeah. The same thing. I say no, I'm not going. Um, <laughs> and just before I came here, yeah. where were we? Yeah. For hiking? two hours in a hiking shop <laughs> and buying hiking stuff. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. just before I came here. So <laughs> so yeah, I I I, I just I I want to. I wouldn't mind going hiking, right. but I don't want to see anybody. Right. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. my point. I go. Yeah. Can we go somewhere where there's nobody? Because yeah. then that would be fine. No. And yeah. I, she sends me some photos sometimes. It's like a queue. Yeah. Like going, oh, up, oh, an, going up an escalator. Yeah. I agree. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. When I see that, I'm just like, what was the point of that? No, but we need to hike this hill. I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why are you lining up to go Working hiking? Out? It's yeah. like it's like when I see there's a line outside Chanel, I'm like, what is going on? Right. Are you lining up to give them your big amounts of money? They're like, yeah. I was like, how is this okay? That's t- silly. Yeah. 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 You know, this, this is not the point. All right. Okay. So I think that. Honestly, I think that is the issue in Hong Kong that's recurring all the time. Hopefully, soon enough, we'll break because, like, we're, again, we're getting exposure to, let's say, Netflix, the internet, YouTube, and stuff like that. So, hopefully, more and more people will be exposed to it. However, the problem is this that stigma, that, that idea of clubbing, you know, oh, clubbing, you know, you can't yeah. be anybody good from that. Mm-hmm. That, I, I feel, is something that needs, requires outreach, you know, in the sense that it requires someone to go into the system slash schools or, or you know, parents associations, whatever, to basically talk to them and show them that, hey, it's not what you think it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are, obviously, you know, but then I, I so I get invited to schools, right, to give talks and everything. I, I, I love doing it because part of me is just like, I want the kids to see, dude, not every doctor is good, okay? <laughs> there are many bad doctors yeah. in the world. Yeah. So stop yeah. thinking that you're, because your and doctor... Not every good. lawyer is good. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, in fact, no lawyers are good. That is also true. That is also true, right? <laughs> so, but I'm saying, like, has there been any, uh, like, organizations or anything reaching out to, like, HA Clubbing, or even the clubbing scene in general, saying, hey, you know what? We really want to integrate this into life and show the healthier side of it, you know? Since kids are going to party anyway, we want to show them the healthier side, you know? No. <laughs> I mean, case closed. We're done. I mean, thinking about it, like, is, is there a healthy way? Like, healthy way of side of clubbing sounds kind of. No, oh, it's like going to a concert and enjoying the music, you know? That's like, different. See, like, why is it okay for people to go to classical music? Go sit there, close their eyes, and embrace the music. Right. Versus the guy who's just like at a, at a party, just going like, I'm, I'm, I'm in a great time. Well, there's alcohol. Yes. Uh, drugs. So the, but the red wine at the classical yeah. concert <laughs> stuff, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm in like oh. drugs like when you get a headache. Yeah. Buy it from the pharmacy. <laughs> Let's be honest. You give again. me a weird face. Like I'm saying something illegal. Yeah. I'm saying drug. Clearly, drugs. It's a drugstore. Yeah, it's yeah, downstairs. You, you, you have, there are a lot. In, yeah. there were, well, there were quite a few of those. Yeah. Right? Quite fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when I go to the club <laughs> and I get a headache, I go to the store and get drugs. Exactly. Cut that away. Yeah. Clip yeah. that. Yeah. I don't care. But yeah. It's, 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 the drink, it's the drinking. Yeah. Ah, okay, yeah. okay. But then that's the thing. It's like, so, okay. So, because it's the drinking that, you know, people look at in cocktails so. and everything. Okay. Because yeah. like, I've noticed there's a different trend now. Like, when it comes to drinking, though, when people see like cocktails, like let's say in a bar, like mm. the, 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 what's that thing? The world class mixologist and stuff, you know? Yeah. There's been a rebranding, you know, mixologist. Oh, there's a lot of bars and with mixology. It's so exactly, wanky. You know? I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah just yeah. like, come on. I'm lead mixologist. There's, there's, like, all right. You, yeah, just, I just went to, yeah, there's getting awards and yeah. Yeah, yeah I understand the awards. It's quite a lot. But of like awards. the crazy 
titles, the over-the-top title. Like, I get that, like, you're the best at something. That's fine. Yeah. But you don't have to be, like, professor at, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just be the best at being a bartender. Yeah, I'm a or, yeah. like, um, yeah. doctorate in tequila, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, what I find, though, that seems to work because now people are finding it more respectful because, yeah. again... It's to the benefit of the alcohol companies. So you'll see, like, for example, World Class, they'll have their competitions for bartender competitions worldwide. And it's been done in such a nice, elegant way where they're like, oh, drink responsibility. We're telling you how to enjoy it. And it's been curated. Mm -hmm. The whole brand has been curated. I'm curious, why is this when it comes to clubbing? There's none of this kind of like, let's curate the wordings. Let's kind of fix it and put it together where the whole image gets cleaned up. I mean, I would have thought like Lan Kwai Fong, LKF group would have wanted to do something like that just to clean up the whole image, but none of that. Well, I mean, bars and restaurants have really been exploring, you know, these mixologists and cocktails. Mm. um, So that that has grown quite a lot, actually. And it's got to a point where a lot of people actually now, you'll go to a restaurant Mm. Um, and you'll have your dinner there, and then at about 11 p.m., they'll adjust the lighting. There used to be one place that you had to leave at 11 and come back about half an hour later, Mm. and they would change the tablecloths. Everything would be transformed. So then some restaurants would then kind of like turn into a club in a way. Mm. Um, And yeah, you could still have your cocktails, and you could have uh, all your nice drinks and everything, and you had a DJ and stuff. So there is a lot more places that are kind of restaurant slash bar slash club Mm. kind of thing. Um, So... That has evolved, but the real like solid nightclubs generally, you know, it takes time to make a cocktail. Mm, so a lot yeah. of them don't do that. They don't bother. They'll, yeah. they'll do the bottles. Um, they'll, do, they'll do the mixes and mm. the bottles of beer, not even draft. Because it's about speed and... True, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and get, get drink, it. get lost, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah a couple yeah. of questions to wrap up here. Uh, this is an easy one. Okay. What, are, what, are, what is the orgy scene like in Hong Kong? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> is, it, is it not? Is it not on the? Mo, we don't ask personal questions on this show. <laughs> this is not personal. This is I, very I, personal. I really, I really have no idea. I would think no, no, like nobody, my life, you know, no, related. No, nobody's ever in in the twenty five years. No one's ever mentioned anything about that to me. No, right. that, that's the other website. Which, this is yeah, which actually yeah. is quite, yeah. 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 This is, is Yeah, I would imagine, like, obviously, without any specific, I would imagine you would at least have. A story like someone reached out, be like, "Yo, do you want to promote this? You know, <laughs> they call it play party or whatever, right?" No, not in Hong Kong. No, huh? Yeah, huh. all right. That's a yeah. That's a good point. That's a new <laughs> website, hkloving.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different um, one. Well, actually, I did. I I don't know if I haven't checked recently, yeah. but I always wanted to get HK Nightlife. But that was always kind of seemed like kind of like a porny. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right. kind of like escort. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah. what is it again? Just for <laughs> <laughs> just for research purposes. Well, it was HK Nightlife, but I don't know what it is now. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't checked in years, but right. I thought that would be... Now a good, it's only DB Nightlife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or just DB. Everybody must cover the whole thing already. <laughs> Are you familiar with uh, LKF Meltdown? Do you know what that is? Isn't the... Instagram yes. channel. Yeah. It's pretty popular. Yeah. And I I am personally love it. I posted on this show a few times. I have no affiliation with them. I don't know who runs it. I I haven't looked in it in a while. I've seen it before. It's yeah. but you understand the concept. It's like drunk kids on Lankoi Fang throwing yeah. up or fighting with taxi driver. People whatever. sleeping in random places. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I am a big fan of any train wreck that I'm not involved in. <laughs> but my question, I brought it up to ask you if you think it affects the the, the image that HK clubbing represents. 
something like that well, be popular. Well, obviously, it affects anyone's perception of mm. nightlife. Um, obviously, it happens every single week. Every yeah. single week, if 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 I'm every time I'm in Lang Kwai Fong very late, yeah, there's always someone having having a little snooze or yeah. or being sick somewhere. Right, mm. it it happens. Yeah, but, but why why but is it? Yeah, like I, don't, I don't. Yeah, of course that doesn't. If if you're totally naive, yeah, and you're thinking, oh, maybe I'll go here, and then you fall, <laughs> go, go on a, go on a on an account like that, you'll go, wow, okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's, you know, it is, it is a it part of it. It seems to me that it's a bit more prevalent in Lang Kwai Fong or Hong Kong in general, like the clubbing, like people getting sick or getting in fights or whatever, more than a lot of the other Asian cities as well. Like having lived in Shanghai for many years. I think it's just because like the space is so small. So like where in Shanghai you'd have like this happen over a bigger area. Probably. It's all happening on the one yeah. slope in Lang Kwai Fong. You know, I mean, when you, when you go to the clubs in Hong Kong, when it's on a busy night, I mean, you're, you know, you have to squeeze, push through yeah. people. Mm. Um, when I used to live in England, you could never do that. If you touch, if you, you know, knock someone's shoulder yeah. and spill a little drink, then you're in trouble. Yeah. But here, you know, people just go, yeah, whatever, because it's, <laughs> it's busy. Yeah. So well, I, I, I find tolerance pretty better than when i was in england right um but you're talking about the the the, the crowd tolerance or the alcohol tolerance crowd right? crowd yeah yeah, yeah yeah but the alcohol tolerance was my point like oh like people it, drinking too yeah, much. yeah 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 or like young people in particular like you know throwing up or all of this stuff i don't know we'd have to go and travel around and do, <laughs> do some research but I've, i haven't been in, lived in england obviously a long now, time so i don't have anything to compare it to right i mean okay so now i'm just curious what's the ideal direction or the direction of clubbing in hong kong that you can see coming down and also is there anything that like hk clubbing is hoping to kind of innovate or change the scene up is there anything in the works like that i mean what i've what i've always tried to do uh from my i don't know if, hotel or, or business you know i study business as well we, it was always trying to put a little bit of structure to the to the chaos that the the industry often has and mm. is perceived so i'd always try to organize it so that just make it the whole purpose is just trying to make it better and obviously people find out about it mm. so what i what what i do is like like i said is um put get the information put it out there but also try to share music associated with the artist like educate so people go hey so at least someone can find out about it and we do get this a lot we get people saying if if you hadn't put this out then we would have never known about this happening in hong kong which is really great to hear not just tourists but people in hong kong as well um so it's it's just really just making sure that we can reach as many people as we can with the the people who really are interested in in especially the events or just the music um, and that's that's the main thing. Just just more reach. Um, obviously, the, you know, throughout the years, I've had to redo the site, so I want to revamp it, mod make it more modern. People are saying it's a little bit still, it's looking a little bit chaotic mm. because that sites nowadays, everyone wants it very simple and minimal. Yeah. But if I did that, then people wouldn't find it. A lot of the stuff would be it. hidden. Yeah, yeah it'd be hidden. So it's it's that balance which, which I'm trying to work out right now to redo it. Um, and then just obviously bring over artists that um, I think people will actually enjoy seeing in Hong Kong um, and and Macau as well, hopefully even China, um, and just yeah, just just get, get give people that experience. The great thing about doing all of this all, over all these years is there's there's been a lot of people who have met their husbands, wives mm. just because of the events and what we've done. That's really cool. Uh, and even even um, my uh, goddaughter 
is, mm. is an outcome of, of oh, uh, yeah. the, the couple clubbing, met yeah. at one of my events. That's oh, amazing. Wow. That's so, crazy. So, so that's the nice thing about doing this. It's always about, we, my, my slogan was always about my company entertaining Asia was always about bringing people together. Right. And obviously over the last three years, that's, <laughs> that's kind of goes against. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you might get in trouble with the government that says to don't gather. You're bringing people together. Now it's like together. We're bringing people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Hong Kong. Yeah. So, now, yeah, so, so now I can publish my slogan back on my site. Again right, yeah, right. Hey, hide okay. It? Now we can, no, no, I yeah. didn't. But now, obviously now, yeah, bring and, and just yeah to just do more opportunities to bring the the people who who want that experience and obviously meet other people t- together mm. and that's 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 really it how do you have anything coming up just lots of planning yeah, yeah. no nothing nothing concrete yet yeah but so i'm we, just seeing the how the how the market is at the moment and what yeah. everyone else is doing yeah but you're planning to bring international artists yes like the plan yeah. Since like travel restrictions are exactly lifted. yeah and how do people find you online like just tell us where just go, to, com- just go to hkclubbing.com. Yeah. hkclubbing.com. And the company itself? Entertaining Asia. Is that a separate website? Yes. Or? Yeah. Oh. Entertainingasia.com. And what, are, what, are the, what is the difference? Well, Entertaining Asia, what we do is, uh, obviously, we run hkclubbing.com. Um, but also what we do is uh, we, we book artists. We do our own events. Mm. Um, we provide entertainment um, for uh, different restaurants, bars, clubs, uh, hotels. Um, and uh, also do marketing. So... For other other event organizers, which is is no conflict at all, we'll we'll work with them doing their marketing or even ticketing or just just really using what what experience we've got to get the message out and reach the people that they want to reach. Very cool, Nick. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Uh, thank you for inviting we me. We appreciate your time. Uh, check out uh, HK Clubbing and Entertaining Asia. And Entertaining, entertaining Asia. Just remember, it's the present tense ones, not the entertained Asia. <laughs> <laughs>